Hi everyone and welcome to Truth Over News. A recent Freedom of Information Act email from April of 2020 casts new light on the COVID origin debate, in particular on the role of US intelligence services in covering up the virus's true origin. This happened during a crucial period of time because it was when President Trump first started talking about the fact that COVID came out of the Wuhan lab. The new email reveals that there had been an Oval Office meeting at the time at which someone suggested writing an intelligence community-wide statement on the origin of COVID and also stating that there were only two options for the origin of COVID. This should have been a big win for Trump, but instead the statement, which was ultimately released to the public, seriously undermined his claims about the Wuhan lab. Why did this statement not match what was agreed in the Oval Office and who was this mysterious person who tasked the intelligence community with writing that statement? We investigate. A newly released Freedom of Information email provides more evidence that the United States intelligence community undermined President Trump, this time in respect of claims that Trump was making about the origin of COVID. The email is dated April 29th, 2020, and it talks about an intelligence community-wide statement which was released the next day, April 30th. The timing here is crucial because a few days earlier, President Trump had started talking about the fact that COVID likely came out of the Wuhan lab. Here's Trump on April 15th talking about it for the first time. Mr. President, uh, multiple sources are telling Fox News today that the United States government now has high confidence that while the coronavirus is a naturally occurring virus, it emanated from a virology lab in Wuhan that because of lax safety protocols, an intern was infected who later infected her boyfriend and then went to the wet market in Wuhan where it began to spread. Does that correspond with what you have heard from well, officials? Well, I don't want to say that, John, but I will tell you uh, more and more we're hearing the story. And we'll see when you say multiple sources. Now, there's a case where you can use the word sources, but uh, we are doing a very thorough examination of this horrible situation that happened. Notice how John Roberts from Fox News, the person who asked the question, focused on a natural virus which leaked out of the Wuhan lab. The significance of this will become apparent as we dissect the intelligence community's statement and efforts to undermine Trump. Then, on April 17th, so two days later, Fauci was asked about this at the White House podium, with Trump standing right next to him. This was when Fauci straight up lied not only about the origin of COVID, but about his own role in seeding the pandemic and then covering it all up. As you listen, take particular note of the fact that Fauci pretends not to know the authors of the fraudulent proximal origin paper, when in truth, Fauci was not only in constant touch with the authors, but prompted them to write the paper in the first place. Truly incredible duplicity. Dr. Fauci, could you address these suggestions or concerns uh, that this virus was somehow man-made, possibly came out of a laboratory in China? There was a study uh, recently that we can make available to you where a, a group of highly qualified evolutionary virologists looked at the sequences there and the sequences in uh, 
bats as they evolve and the mutations that it took to get to the point where it is now is totally consistent with a jump of a species from an animal to a human. So, I mean, the, the paper will be available. I, I don't have the authors right now, but we can make that available too. A few days later, on April 24th, Trump cut funding to EcoHealth, the shady organization through whom Fauci was funding the Wuhan lab. And then Trump spoke again about the origin of COVID on April 30th. Uh, the director of national intelligence today put out a statement saying that they believe it was naturally occurring, it was not man-made. Who is that? Who is that? That's the office of the director of national yeah, intelligence. Yeah, but who in particular? Who was the man that made that statement? It was, it was a statement that the OD... Oh, he would know that, huh? National intelligence. So we'll see. That I mean, would be your director of national intelligence. No, right I, now, no I, I, think, I think it's... I mean, you'd have to tell me who specifically, who made the statement. The statement was just put out under the office of okay, the ADC. We'll I mean, I have to see the statement. But, I just haven't but, seen it. But the question ahead was, have you seen anything at this point? Because we're looking at that just separately from... But, we're looking at exactly where it came from, who it came from, how it happened, separately and also scientifically. So we're going to be able to find out. And my question is, have you seen anything at this point that gives you a high degree of confidence that the Wuhan Institute of Virology was the origin of this virus. Yes, I have. Yes, I have. Now, as you just saw in that clip, April 30th was also the day when the intelligence community released its statement on the origin of COVID, which very evidently put Trump in a tight spot. On the one hand, he was out there saying that COVID likely came out of the Wuhan lab. And then on the other hand, the intelligence community's statement was undermining Trump's claim. But it's even worse than that. It sounded from that clip as if Trump was not told about the intelligence community's statement, or perhaps he was told about it, but the way it came out was very different from what Trump had been told. And this takes us right back to the day before, April 29th, 2020. And that's the day of the newly discovered FOIA email. The email is from President Trump's Director of National Intelligence, Richard Grinnell, and it is addressed to Amanda Schock, who was the Chief Communications Officer in the Office of the Director of National Intelligence at the time. And here's what it says. Agree. Beth, who is writing the IC-wide statement that, and this name is redacted, suggested we do in the Oval. Amanda, we agreed to write a statement for the IC to all sign, and it would say we are down to two options for COVID. So two things stand out here. Someone in the Oval Office had the idea to do an intelligence community statement on the origin of COVID. And second, the question of origin was down to two options. Recall we're talking about April of 2020 here. So even back then, the IC had it down to two options. So who made the suggestion to write that statement? We tried to take some educated guesses as to whose name is being redacted here, but there are too many options to figure this out with any confidence. Obviously, it has to be someone who attended Oval Office meetings. There aren't that many people in that category. And we know from the length of the redaction that it's either three or four letters, depending on what those letters are and whether they are capitalized. We do not think that it is DJT for Donald J. Trump. We also do not think that it is Tony for Anthony Fauci. 
Other than that, many options are on the table. It could be a department or agency, say DOD for the Pentagon, that would fit. Or it could be a name. Again, it would need to be either three or four letters long. Now, a friend of ours who goes by the name Technofog on Twitter asked Richard Grinnell the other day what that name is, but unfortunately Grinnell did not answer the question, although to his credit, he did reply. We'll get into Grinnell's role here in a moment, but we should note that we should not read too much into him not answering a question. These are Oval Office deliberations, and Grinnell might not be in a position where he's allowed to say who said what. Okay, so someone suggested doing the statement and there were only two options for COVID's origin. And this is where things start getting very messy. The statement itself is very contrived. In paragraph one, it dispositively states that the intelligence community also concurs with the wide scientific consensus that the COVID-19 virus was not man-made or genetically modified. In other words, the IC somehow determined that the virus was natural. That's obviously very destructive to what Trump was saying at the time, and the media wasted no time to poo-poo all over Trump for saying it. And this includes Chinese Communist Party media, so that's obviously very unfortunate. Now, to be fair, recall what John Roberts asked Trump in the Rose Garden clip that we showed earlier. Roberts' sources, presumably IC types, were pushing the same idea, meaning that the virus had come out of the Wuhan lab, but that it was natural. There's of course no evidence that the virus was natural. It's not like the Wuhan lab collected viruses in nature and then just released them. Of course they did stuff to those viruses in their lab. Now, in the second paragraph, the statement says that the IC will continue to rigorously examine emerging information and intelligence to determine whether the outbreak began through contact with infected animals or if it was the result of an accident at a laboratory in Wuhan. That seems to be a bit of a cleanup operation if we consider that the first paragraph said that the virus was natural. And so that gets us to something Richard Grinnell said in 2023 about this statement. In a tweet about a CBS story which highlighted that the FBI and the Department of Energy thought that COVID came out of the Wuhan lab, Grinnell said this. This isn't new. Read the April 30th, 2020 Intelligence Community-wide Statement. I negotiated it. We always knew it originated in Wuhan through a lab leak or a lab animal. So just as with the previous IC statement, two things jump out at us hugely jump out. First off, Grinnell said that he negotiated the IC statement. That's an incredibly odd choice of word. Recall, Richard Grinnell was Director of National Intelligence. Why does the Director of National Intelligence need to negotiate anything? He can just issue whatever statement he likes, right? Well, apparently not. The director needs to negotiate these statements. That just goes to show how completely out of control the intelligence community really is. It's like its own giant empire run by a bunch of little emperors, of which Grinnell was just one. The fact that he was the guy appointed by the president doesn't seem to mean much. So that was hugely remarkable. Now, the second thing is probably even more remarkable. Note how Grinnell said that the two options for COVID were a lab leak or a lab animal. That means lab either way. But 
What does it mean in detail? Well, lab leak means that a lab virus leaked out of the Wuhan lab, and lab animal means that a lab animal virus escaped from the lab. Now, what's the distinction? Okay, so first off, we're not exactly comfortable with making that distinction for reasons we'll get into here in a moment. But in theory, what is meant by the distinction is that lab leak refers to a lab engineered virus, whereas lab animal refers to a virus that was serial passaged through lab animals, thereby undergoing countless mutations and adaptations which made it more virulent. For instance, if the lab animal was one of these humanized mice that we've talked about on previous shows, which were used by the Wuhan lab, it would mean that the virus was passed through mice that mimicked human cells, and over time the virus would therefore adapt to these human cells. In a nutshell, it means the virus learns how to attack humans. Now, is it fair or even correct to say that lab engineered, whereby the DNA or RNA of the virus is modified in a lab, is unnatural, but serial passage in genetically modified humanized mice is somehow natural? We don't think that's fair to say, which is why we said earlier that we do not agree with the distinction. Aside from that, a genetically modified virus would have been passaged through these mice anyway to test how virulent it was, so both scenarios are really just one scenario. But for the purposes of trying to figure out what Grinnell said and what the IC concluded, those were the two options, either lab engineered or serial passaged through genetically engineered mice. Does it really make a difference? Not in our view. In both cases, as Grinnell's tweet acknowledged, it came out of a lab. So why all these distortions? Well, it looks like in its relentless efforts to sabotage Trump, the IC decided to emphasize the so-called natural explanation, even though it was just as unnatural as a lab-engineered virus. And then things got really nasty because the wording used by the IC, not man-made or genetically engineered, was absolutely and unambiguously meant to derail Trump. The definitions were stretched to their extremes and presented in misleading ways in order to get Trump. That's the bottom line here. And the end result is absolutely clear. Just look at the headlines. Trump was completely undermined and sabotaged by that statement. That's the reality when dealing with the IC. And it's what Chuck Schumer warned Trump about before Trump even became president. The question is whether there's anything that can be done to tame an out-of-control IC. We're not sure there is. At this point, it would take very radical steps such as shutting down or eliminating entire sections of the federal government, like just shutting down the CIA or FBI. Would that cause collateral damage? Yes, of course it would, but it would probably be well worth it in the long run. Sometimes you just have to start over. Thanks for joining us in today's episode of Truth Over News. 